What's up, y'all? It's Patrick. Hey, loves. It's Patricia. We live two different lives in two different life stages. Yes, but we are passionate about our faith, our fitness, and our crazy loving family. We are siblings, and this is our story. Hello, loves. Yo. Guess what? What? It takes two, baby. Ooh. It takes two, baby. Ooh. And you. It just takes two. Happy Valentine's Day or day before. Um, Depending on when you tune love, in. Love, right? Love is in the air, and we love you guys. Also, yeah, right. Expensive dates. So. Expensive <laughs> dates are in the air. Right. What do you mean? Dates, presents, all the things. And it's so funny because I'm anti all the Valentine's things that you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. Right. I'm like I don't want to go out in the crazy. I want to stay oh, home. Yes. And. My wonderful husband is going to cook me a meal, and it's just going to be amazing. So, I'm just relax and chill. Relax and chill. I like it. Yes. Yeah, the, the restaurant experience on Valentine's Day is just not my jam. It's like... Why did you tell me I didn't have my thingy down? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, why am I so close to the mic? Okay. All okay. right. We're good. This is my first time, clearly. <laughs> Day one, y'all. Oh, but seriously, I mean, you go in there, you, I feel like you end up, like, you kind of have to pay more because they give you a limited menu of their most expensive items. Right. They try to rush you out in like 45 minutes and turn the table over. Mm-hmm. Ugh, not my jam. Count me out. But. Love is in the air. Dating is important. All that fun stuff. It just happens to be expensive, which y'all all know I'm cheap, so. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> but anyways, so today we wanted to talk about um, it takes two and it takes two people in a healthy marriage. And so we wanted to talk about healthy habits, which not saying that we're perfect, but these are things to strive for. Yes. And we're also about to talk about some cute things about our marriage. So... <laughs> Here we oh go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All of the cuteness. Yes. Yes. So much. Oh my goodness. I watched a chick, chick flick um, this weekend because Ryan was in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So that's when I get to watch all the cutesy little shows and stuff. And I was just sitting there and I was like, oh my goodness, this is so cute. And I was like, oh wow, I'm such a girl. <laughs> Dude, it drives me crazy. Every time I literally don't even need to know what Ashlyn is watching. I literally just walk, I walk into the room and I'm like, let me guess, two people are falling in love. She's like, <laughs> yes, it's the best. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But anyway, so first question I want to ask you is, what is something um, silly about your spouse that makes you love them even more? <sighs> I would say... 
I don't know that Ashlyn's going to love me saying this, but I'm going <laughs> to say it anyways. <laughs> I call it. That's the way to start right. it off. <laughs> yes. Yes. Speaking of loving your spouse well, right. um, I call it talking Chinese. So whenever she gets really annoyed with me, she like runs her sentences, like smushes them together into like one big word. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Why are you doing that? <laughs> no, I just, it cracks me up. I can't help but laugh. She's just trying oh to be goodness. serious and I'm just laughing. I'm like, you, I literally can't even figure out what you're trying to tell me because you're speaking Chinese. Like, I literally don't understand. But I just think it's super cute and it's terrible timing because mm-hmm. she's annoyed with me or to begin with and me right. laughing about it certainly doesn't help. But for right. me, it's just cute and endearing and I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cute. But so mine would be, um, I was thinking of, I was like, I don't know, which one should I talk about? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot that like... <laughs> At first, they were annoying, and then now mm-hmm. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, okay, what's the one number one thing? So I would have to say um, that when we first started dating, Ryan has always had this thing about when we kiss or anything, it has to be three kisses every mm-hmm. single time. <laughs> doesn't matter what. Doesn't matter the situation. It mm-hmm. has to be three. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, when I'm frustrated and I'm annoyed and I'm like, he's like, can I have a kiss? And I'm just like, I want to give you one kiss because I'm, like, not feeling it. <laughs> he's like, no, you better give me all three kisses. Every single yes. one counts them. <laughs> and it's, like, so annoying. But it's so funny because even if I'm frustrated, by the end of the third kiss, I'm like, okay, this is really cute and I love mm-hmm. you. And yeah, But it's always something that, has been his thing and I thought it was so silly and stupid, but now I love it. So yeah. and it's it's a thing that we do. But um but we That's also awesome. have like we um like have made up our own language. Just so strange. And oh, we talk boy. weird. Yeah. We talk in like it anyways, so <laughs> we have several interesting things that now it's like an inside joke. And mm-hmm. it's between us and it's our thing. That's awesome. And so I love that it. That is awesome. Yeah. Yep. So. So on a more. Funny. Go ahead. Well, well, I was going to say one, when Jenny was actually over at my house and Ryan like was sitting there talking to me because he was about to go to sleep and she was like, what did he just say? And I was like, never mind. It's an in, it's an inside joke. <laughs> and then right. I was like, oh, gosh, because <laughs> it's not like you want people to hear it. You can't, and then you don't yeah. realize how like weird it is <laughs> mm-hmm. then you think about like okay can i honestly explain this yeah. and like n- <laughs> no no i can't i can't so yeah You're taylor like, swift just shake it off just, shake just it keep off. on rolling <laughs> so right. on a more serious note mm-hmm. to you mm-hmm. as we think about valentine's day and marriage what does marriage mean to you and is it what you thought it would be going into marriage? Mm. So marriage to me means a lifelong best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, it means commitment to another person. And I kind of intertwine that with like, 
my thoughts about marriage and how I've always wanted to be married and this has always been like a dream because I've always been the type that wanted to like I didn't like to be alone and so but at the same time when you think of marriage is it scared me and it wasn't what I thought it was going to be in the sense of you don't have control Mm -hmm. over it right because it's a lifelong journey and so it's like it never ends so you can't predict how it's going to be and so I've grown so much through it that um the process has made our marriage better I guess Mm-hmm. So our love is stronger. Our, our my thought on marriage is completely different because you see the lovey-dovey stories, and it's ten times better than the lovey-dovey stories, regardless of how hard and the things that you go through. Like when you come out on the end, you're even mm-hmm. stronger as a couple. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but just the fact that the commitment I think is so powerful. Because you're not only committing to yourself, but you're committing to another person and to mm-hmm. do something together forever. And to know that that person's going to be right beside you is just so awesome. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. And I mean, even like to your point about creating a different language, marriage is a really unique opportunity to create what is truly a once in a lifetime earthly uh, experience. Um, right. So I guess if I had to... to define marriage um mm-hmm. i would say it uh, going into marriage i thought it was all about learning more and more and more about my spouse and mm-hmm. certainly that's true uh, but what i underestimated was how much marriage is about learning more and more about myself as mm-hmm. an individual as um someone growing with someone else, right? So it's not just about sacrificing for your spouse. Uh, Certainly, Mm -hmm. that's obviously a huge part of marriage, Uh, but it's also about uh, personal growth. And Mm -hmm. um, I really, really underestimated. I didn't, I just didn't factor that into the equation. I kind of thought I had myself figured out and all I had to do now was add one more person to that. Mm-hmm. equation uh and then i learned over time that as we pursue intimacy as we pursue oneness as we pursue just each other um as spouses that in many ways for me to learn ashland better and to uh be a better husband be a better dad like a lot of that starts with learning learning myself learning my weaknesses and that uh, propels uh, my ability to succeed in in marriage right that is so true I mean I think that's the biggest thing is patience and you like you said you learn so much about yourself and you grow through it like you become Mm -hmm. I feel like through marriage you can become a different person in the sense that you can become a better person because you see your faults and you can you know I don't know I just feel like the other person gives you that balance but so for a healthy marriage some habits that um 
we thought about that you should start with are obviously relying on God and um, his guidance in your marriage is number one over your own. And this is so true because especially right at the beginning of your marriage when you're learning all the things. All (laughs) of the things. And you want to, like myself, I've talked about how I like to control everything. And when you realize that, oh, I have another person that I can't control. (laughs) Like, it's another person and they're going to do what they want to do at the end of the day. You guys have to come together. Um, The only person or thing that's going to impact them more is God. Yep. And when he is in the center and he is the foundation um, and you know to go to him instead of relying on your own thoughts and opinions. Um, yeah, I think oftentimes we go into marriage decisions with our lens in front. Right. I like I deeply desire X, Y, Z, you fill in the blank mm-hmm. for our marriage, for our family. Um, that can be everything from financial decisions to spiritual decisions, like go on down the list. We go into it with our lens, assuming that um, our partner's going to be on board and they should be on board. And what I had to learn um, in terms of leaning on God's ability to guide our marriage over my own is that there's two things happening. Like if I really want to see something major occur or change in our marriage Mm -hmm. a i have to pray about it and be patient because two things can be going on number one god could be working on something in ashlyn's heart but also what i'm praying about may not be his will and he could through that process be working on something in my heart too and going into it assuming that you know god just needs to work on our spouse and not us is Mm -hmm not really relying on his ability because his ability is to look at us as one, right? Mm -hmm. Spiritually and guide us as a unit. Um, So speaking of uh, oneness, uh, another really healthy habit is that intimacy is key. When we talk about intimacy, um, we're talking about like from a definition perspective to be fully known and fully loved uh, and what we mean by that is there shouldn't be any need to hide, like going back to Adam and Eve days, like, yo, we're naked in the garden of Eden, no shame, hashtag no shame. So there shouldn't be hiding from our spouse. We shouldn't be sweeping things under the rug, right? That, that stuff that's under the rug is going to create some kind of bad habit. It doesn't just stay under the rug. We can pretend it does, but the reality is, um, it just doesn't. And building that intimacy is critical to make building other healthy habits into your marriage. Right. And a lot of, I feel like with int- intimacy, um, is communication mm-hmm. because there's going to be uncomfortable conversations that you might have, um, that is around, <laughs> <laughs> Around <laughs> intimacy. Like, do I say the word? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, around intimacy. There you go. <laughs> or like those conversations that you guys, you know, you have to talk about. And 
Um, but it's also not even just intimacy in the sense, but when you're communicating about your feelings or something like that too, mm-hmm. like it's so important because that plays a huge role into your connection together mm-hmm. when you're being intimate. Right. Is your yeah. communication. If you're not communicating. Something that I heard in yeah. a, like a, a men's group that has always um, stuck with me is, you know, uh, if you're a guy and you're, you really want, um, you know, your deep desire in your marriage is to have great sex. Well, mm-hmm. the best way to do that is to, to build deep intimacy and get to know your spouse. And like our next point is, uh, that there's going to be bad days. And I think as men, oftentimes we take a back seat. We tend to be passive and we, we want to sweep stuff under the rug. We, we don't want to, um, talk about the difficult stuff. And that's really unhealthy and that's not going to build intimacy. And, uh, the thing about, um, the thing about ripping off a bandaid is sure it's probably going to hurt. Um, but sometimes it's also part of the healing process. And as men, we have to think about like, I I literally tell Ashton all the time. I'm like, I know talking about this is not going to be fun. You're probably going to be, you know, not excited about me bringing it up, but I would much rather rip off this bandaid and build intimacy with you as my wife than be comfortable. Like comfortable is not going to help us and Mm -hmm. uncomfortable leads to more intimacy, which leads to what I want for our marriage. So, right. And it also, I mean, it creates, um, like passive is challenging, but it creates more growth and a better connection between you two in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think um, a good way, I don't know if this is something that maybe um, you guys are struggling in your marriage or anything like that. Um, because I am somebody who loves to talk about my feelings and Ryan is not somebody who likes to talk about his feelings. <laughs> And that's fine. Like, I think it's, it happens in a marriage or between any relationship Mm -hmm. and family too. There's some people who like to talk about their feelings. There's some people who don't. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've learned that over time. I have not always been that way. But one thing is like, we started reading, um, we did a prayer, um, a daily prayer that one was like, he would pray for me and I would pray for him and then it would ask you to like write stuff down and I thought that was really effective for Mm -hmm. us because then we could talk about it and that's a way for like somebody who doesn't like to talk about their feelings to like write it down before saying it and Mm -hmm. then addressing it later because sometimes in the moment it's hard yeah you know um because it's it's being very vulnerable so oh yeah and you got to build that that rhythm up and the more uncomfortable Mm-hmm. You are the more often you are uncomfortable, right? In those conversations, the more normal that becomes, and the more comfortable you, you eventually become. And something else that honestly to me helps with mm-hmm. uh, difficult communication to make it feel um, healthier is to not forget to have fun. So right. when you go on date nights, like mm-hmm. it sounds really silly and simple, but don't forget to have fun with each other. Don't forget to you know, come up with quirky things, remember those quirky things in difficult yep. times, that little stuff, you know, those 
silly things like three kisses like mm-hmm. it's powerful uh yeah. when things are off track in uh in your marriage so don't forget to have fun too yeah yeah no ryan's very good at that he is a um i'm terrible at that <laughs> he's so good he loves to make like that is his goal in life and he always tells me all the time is i just want to make you laugh Mm -hmm. that's it and he does it every single day (laughs) yeah it is it's true you have to remember that at the end of the day you guys are best friends Mm -hmm. that has to be a reminder all the time Mm -hmm. that you're best friends and you're here to have a good time on earth together yeah so ashlyn reminds me sometimes when we're on a date Mm. she's because I'm like immediately want to just go into like the world's deepest conversation ever. Good, bad, ugly, like world war five of conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just will look at me and be like, can we just like have fun? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, we should do that. <laughs> we should do that. Like Absolutely. I I need yes. that. I need those reminders. Um, so anyways, <laughs> Those are some awesome yeah. healthy habits. Uh, what about maybe some not so bad healthy, habits. some bad habits? What do yeah. we got going on there? Mm, the blame game. <laughs> Ooh, I was so good at that at the beginning of our relationship. It's <laughs> <laughs> your fault. That is you, you, you. <laughs> right. That's on you. I don't know what you're That's talking to me. That's on you. <laughs> That's not my problem. That's your mm-hmm. problem. No, but when you're married, you realize that, no, 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 your problem is my problem and my problem is your problem. <laughs> yes. So, but, um, especially yeah. with those finances, jeez, <laughs> finances, all of it, everything, oh my goodness, um, yeah, house responsibilities, mm-hmm. all the things, all of the things, screaming yeah. kids. I feel like those, these, so the yeah. blame game and really the, the oh, next one stop Woo. making a list or kind of those are really hand in hand mm-hmm. um yeah separate no, sides was, of the same coin yeah i was i would have to say making a list i in my head oh man i had a running list mm-hmm. it was so bad um and that's when i think we were we were struggling and that was closer to the beginning of our relationship i mean we still trust me some of these bad habits come out every now and then and Shoot. but i i got a list know, right now remind myself. in my head <laughs> what are you talking about yeah <laughs> but i have to remind myself that you know and it's and i think it has a lot to do with um i have a lot of negative self-talk to myself mm-hmm. and sometimes i don't realize that maybe not other people have the same negative self-talk mm-hmm. and i can be kind of harsh it can come off very harsh and so um I, there was a period where I had to, when I would come in in the morning and I would do my gratitude, like my focus was to have gratitude and talk right down or tell myself all of the amazing things that Ryan was doing mm-hmm. and how awesome he was as a husband and how like God blessed me with him and all these things to like change my mindset of getting off this negative list or, you know, the blame game or whatever, like shifting your mindset into mm-hmm. thinking positive and all the wonderful things that he brings to my life. Um, you know, like I think that's so important because it's so easy to think about what you're doing wrong instead of wait a minute. Whoa, there's like 
10 things you're doing right and i i'm only focusing on the you one just, thing that's, you zone yeah. in on that one thing i think as men yeah. the key to both of these areas at least for me is really going back to the need for like the healthy habits of intimacy and not being passive to begin with so what i did a lot in the past and honestly still struggle with doing is instead of just being present in the moment and if i'm frustrated with one little small thing instead of just mm -hmm. saying it out of love right saying mm -hmm. that bothers me i would add it to the list and then by the time i actually say something it's unhealthy communication i'm just unloading this list and it's not even actionable for either person like the list is out of control and too long i don't even remember what all is on the list god forbid i mean there's no way you know your spouse can figure out what to do about that list right. so if we can get out of that passive mindset as men it's just mm -hmm. men put things in boxes we compartmentalize and we just say you know what that's i'm gonna deal with that tomorrow bro you need to deal with that like today in your marriage mm -hmm. and that'll help you a lot to not get to a point where you are playing the blame game you are making these humongous lists um at least for me <laughs> it helped mm -hmm. it helped a lot yeah. so just the honest communication and and precursor of hey i'm not saying this because i want to nag i'm saying this because i desire intimacy in our marriage and if i do this now mm -hmm. it's going to make us uh it's we're going to be better off for it um later which leads right into not taking the easy route oh <laughs> sorry i couldn't realize I was like wait did we did you just talk about that or not <laughs> my bad um yes not taking the easy route so arguing healthy mm -hmm. there's there's boundaries on yes that. for sure you know not calling each other names mm -hmm. calling your, each other out of your that your spouse's name is not okay mm -hmm. um but i think there's healthy arguments or disagreements that you may have yes there's always a healthy approach to it yeah and i think starting with the end in mind is really important mm -hmm. when you when you do disagree so mm -hmm. all right we're about to disagree with something i you, I'm, know i'm gonna say something that my spouse is probably gonna disagree with mm -hmm. a i can just say that just put that out mm -hmm. there and then also mm -hmm. like i think this is important for our marriage which is why i'm bringing it up and regardless of what you say in return, I still love you. Right. Now we can have a, hopefully a healthier discussion than blame game, list, mm -hmm. don't talk to me ever again, never going to text you tomorrow, uh, delete your say. Facebook, block you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is very true. Mm -hmm. Um, What else in... I was going to say something that was really good. Sorry, guys. I'm like real spacey. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, man. I really am. I don't know what it is. Um, so don't look for validation outside of God in your spouse. Ooh, that is good. No, that is so I'm true. I'm just going to leave that always, right there. Yep. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> no, I think that's really true because I think, especially, especially in, like, society, it's even on, like, social media. I mean, 
I feel like, I don't know, maybe for, like, the women, I don't know, for guys, but we'll sit there and, like, oh, my husband doesn't do this, and my husband, and my husband, my husband, my husband, he's not this. Like, it's very easy to go mm-hmm. down that cycle of things. Um, but that is also a door that you are allowing to open to allow other people to have an opinion or feel like mm-hmm. they can have an opinion or speak negative right about your spouse mm-hmm. to you because you're talking about them negative so mm-hmm. why can't they right you now mm-hmm. um or even um i believe that if you guys are going through something really hard and challenging in your marriage like see seek wise counsel mm-hmm. is important yep prayer is so powerful i cannot even begin to tell you um Because, I mean, me and Ryan, we've been through some rough stuff. And um, number one thing is we would not be where we are right now if it wasn't for God. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just the truth. I mean, and I know that family can witness that. I mean, because Mm -hmm. obviously family knows. But, um, like, we've been through some stuff and God is working and he's doing his thing. And, I mean, it's amazing what if you are faithful in trust that he can, I mean, move mountains in your marriage, he'll do it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. You I know? mean, I feel like he has in, mm-hmm. in ours. And, um, I feel like it's really unfortunate that people, uh, get the idea that, um, seeking wise counsel is like, you're on the brink, yeah. like absolute last resort. And yeah, I mean, you take your car in to get routine maintenance. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to go to the doctor to get a checkup, which I never do. Um, but I mean, <laughs> the idea of routinely maintaining things, like you clean yeah. your house, like these aren't foreign concepts. And for whatever reason, for marriage, like the most important relationship in mm-hmm. our earthly relationship that we have, all of a sudden it's weird and nobody talks about it. And I'm like, why? I mean, you practice for the soccer game your Mm -hmm. five-year-old runs on a field and practices for a soccer game but you can't go practice and work on your marriage that makes no sense to me um and i think that this this you know bad mouthing your spouse i think in many ways probably lends itself more towards the ladies i would say um Mm -hmm. but i mean men definitely fall into this trap too i think it's not so directly um, mm-hmm. but they become, you know, they can become more passive, spend more time with the dudes, like just not, not at home, not present, not just cause they don't want to, you know, they don't want to deal with the tough stuff. And, yeah. uh, that's almost their way of seeking validation somewhere else. So trying to get validation from the boys, trying to get valid, like, bro, that's, that's, um, that's not God's design. That's not God's hope and prayer and design for mm-hmm. for your marriage. So we hope that these uh, healthy and not so healthy habits were were helpful. Uh, I think we're going to close out with a question. Uh, and it's an interesting one. So if you could go all the way back to the day you got married, what would you tell yourself about love and marriage? Ooh, that was a hard one. Um, that it is the best thing and the most challenging thing 
mm-hmm. you will ever go through because you have to be selfless mm-hmm. in marriage. And you will grow from it and it will make you a better person. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's I just thought. No, that's literally, I, I mean, I would say mm-hmm. literally the same exact thing. Like I was just going to mm-hmm. say, I would tell myself that you're not as selfless as you think you are. Right. Going into marriage, I thought I was pretty selfless. Oh, and no, I learned <laughs> quickly that I really wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. And I would also tell myself that this is an opportunity for you to conquer fears that mm-hmm. you didn't even know you had. Um, right. And that's a challenge worth worth accepting. So yeah. that's what I would probably tell myself about um, love and marriage. I mean, in many ways, to me, love is uh, an uphill climb mm-hmm. in society just because yeah. it's so easy to stop. Um, mm. And it's almost encouraged at this point by yeah, uh, so our society, but yep. uh, which which makes it feel like an uphill battle but at the same time when i get to see um you know couples that have made it to that mountaintop like they've just been together and built that incredible intimacy over years and years and years uh it's awesome and you know getting to any mountaintop takes work um there's not a lot of you know not everybody gets there um but the ones that do hardly ever turn around and say it wasn't worth the work so yeah do it yes All right. Well, we hope you guys um, enjoyed this podcast and we hope you all have a wonderful Valentine's Day. If that is with your spouse or your boyfriend or your BFF or your dog, you know, whoever it may be. You do you. Do you. (laughs) And have a great time. See ya. All right. Love ya. Bye. If you liked this episode, I'm going to need you to do all the stuff that my sister is about to talk about. If you guys would love to spend more time with us, go ahead and please subscribe and rate our podcast. And if you want to connect with us and do this thing called Life Together, follow us on Instagram at connect.patrick.patricia. And we can't wait to hear from you soon. Men, remember, meek is strong. And ladies, be your true self. Have a great week.